This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello and welcome to Is This Good? The show where we boldly, conclusively, and scientifically decide what things in this big, wide world are good. I'm Matt Austin, and with me, as always, is production powerhouse Jason Doyle. Hello. Hi, JD. Thanks for coming. And today's guest made a list of every sports site and said, eh, I'm just going to write for them all. ESPN, NBC Sports, The New York Times Off the Dribble, Sports Illustrated, and currently The Ringer, where you can also hear him on the very popular group chat podcast. But don't worry, he doesn't only do boring stuff. You can also find him on the Prestige TV pod, Talking Fargo Season 5, and True Detective Night Country. Out of respect for the dead, he tells it exactly as it occurred. It's Rob Mahoney. Rob, welcome to Is This Good? Thank you. I mean, it's great to know that my life's work is mostly the boring stuff at this point. (laughs) Same, Rob. Same. (laughs) We're all in it together at the end of the day. Oh, God, man. Yeah, look, same same for me, too. I asked JD before, just before he signed on, I said, this is what I want to say for the intro. Do you think that's too mean? And JD said, no. I don't know Rob, but I think he's going to get it. 100% not. I don't know Rob either, but I I like him. I don't know. I can't. You know, you just hear someone on podcast. You're like, I like that guy. I don't know why. I just like this guy. But we we discussed we've never really fully met. No. And I like you anyway. What what an incredible compliment for someone who, look, I I now work at an audio company. So Mm -hmm. my Spotify overlords would love to hear that. (laughs) Absolutely so. Especially someone who... I got into this writing dumb little blogs on the internet about basketball, and now I have to do this. Now, now I'm talking into microphones all day. It's, it's a very strange existence, so if I'm going to do it, I'm glad it's coming off well for somebody. Well, h- how does that shift go uh, at The Ringer from you're, you're clearly hired as a basketball guy, you're writing basketball articles, you're podcasting about basketball, and then what happens? Like Chris Ryan runs through the office screaming like in a panic. Does, does anyone know anything about Noah Hawley's Fargo? And you're like, I do, sir. And then he's like, get him a microphone. 
It's not so far from that as you might think. <laughs> Honestly, it, it is that or the digital version of that. There's definitely like, you know, trolling the slacks for who's engaging with the, the Fargo content or whatnot. But I, I think people like as in any workplace, people get a sense of what you're into and what kind mm-hmm. of rings your bell and what you might register with. And so some of that stuff I just get dragged into, but that's the fun part. I mean, to your point about uh, my largely meaningless existence writing about <laughs> basketball, the pop culture <laughs> stuff is definitely the recess of, of my day and my week. I'm, I'm so plugged in watching NBA games all the time that I'm like, oh, I get to I get to talk about murder today. This sounds wonderful. <laughs> uh, okay, so it's good. It's a nice it's a nice little fun outlet for Rob at work. But are, wait, are you in Los Angeles? No, I'm actually in the Bay Area. Oh, you're in the so you haven't heard the siren call of the Spotify downtown offices? <laughs> Not yet. You know, downtown thriving metropolis as it is. <laughs> it's it's the best part of LA. Everyone says it. Everyone is talking about it. Uh, no, genuinely beautiful office, but I think we're all our staff is all over the country at this point, and increasingly, like people are coming through the office, and now we have this, these great studio spaces. So for things like the NBA trade trade deadline is next week, I gotta buzz through for that. We'll do some mm-hmm. some live pods and video stuff for something like that. But mm-hmm. I'm dropping through. I, I, I like my respectable amount of distance up here in Northern California. Okay, JD, he's saying I'll come to LA for the tent pole events. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> Anything less than a tent pole, he's not hopping on the JSX flight. Um, we need to talk about the ringer for a second because just as I asked you, are you in LA? Because I did not know. And my point is that you didn't, for a man that's been on the internet for so long, you don't have a large digital footprint because your ringer, do you know what your ringer profile says when you go? What does it say? It says Rob Mahoney. Rob Mahoney writes about the NBA. He previously covered the league for Sports Illustrated. End of profile. <laughs> Should I put an RIP next to Sports Illustrated? <laughs> Maybe. That would be nice. But so then I'm like, well, I'm not finding any info from his bio. So mm. now I got to go to Instagram. You're private. I request you. You approve me. And I'm oh, like, that was okay, a mistake. here we go. I should not this have done is, that. This is where I'm going to find all the stuff about Rob that I'm going to be able to ask him all these trenchant questions about. But your entire private Instagram account is just beautiful artwork from your Ringer basketball articles. At least what? my professional account is. You know, I have a, I have a personal for... Oh, you got a personal personal. Mm. Got a personal for some, you know, just some random photos of the life. But look, I try to lead a somewhat private existence. I know that's a strange thing for someone who now talks into a microphone for hours every week and is feeding the AI behemoth that will then be able to reverse engineer my voice to say literally anything <laughs> in a matter uh-huh. of time. But look, we take these shreds of privacy where we can get them. So, you know, at least as far as the online footprint... As much control as you can exercise over something like that, I try to. Uh, Okay, well, maybe if this goes well, I can start following your real Instagram account. But in the meantime, could you maybe tell me three facts about yourself? Three facts. Okay. I mean, we already said I live in Northern California. Does that count as a fact? Sure. Absolutely. What else else is an interesting... See, this is like a fun fact icebreaker thing. Relationship status? I'm I'm married. Okay. Married. Have have a dog. Okay. You know... Native Texan. I'm trying okay. to think of something that is like actually revealing of my character, but I think that's kind of what we're getting into with this sort of is it good exercise. <laughs> You're going to learn more about me from my opinions on things than I could ever mm. convey to you with some kind of fact, right? Uh, well, I hope so. 
Otherwise, frankly, the show's the show's gonna suck. <laughs> now, not not like your all star show in Indianapolis, which mm. you will be doing live, which I'm allowing you to talk about because it's not on the same night as JD's all star show. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I double checked. Yours is on Saturday, Saturday day actually, a matinee, yes. if you will. And JD's is is Friday night. Now, uh, whose venue's bigger? Do you see? Let's JD. What what's the cap on Oof. your room? Well, I know all about Rob's venue because that was the venue we originally. Oh no! Hold on. <laughs> And then suddenly went poof. I don't know how or why, uh, but yeah, his his venue is bigger. Okay. Um, yeah, he's at the Hi-Fi, I believe. Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. at the Hi-Fi and- Indie. I mean, I did put language specifically in our contract that they couldn't book any other basketball shows, <laughs> and specifically not no dunks. You know, there's a there's a budding rivalry we need yep. to acknowledge here, yep. but. So it goes. It's it's precious space out there. Oh yeah, absolutely, especially in Indianapolis. And ours <laughs> ours is at the uh, oh, what's it called? Uh, White Rabbit. It's a cabaret. A lot of burlesque shows happen Ooh. there. Oh, so, so you bring in the pasties? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, so Rob's venue is bigger. I saw Rob's show with the group chat people is sold out. Um, JD, yours is a smaller room, so oh yeah, we're I sold out. Hesitate to ask. It's sold out. Yeah, we're sold out. Okay, good. Everyone's happy here. Um, <laughs> well, can, can, I get, a, can I get what? a plus one for that show? Like, can oh, I get a, an usher Rob. behind the rope? I already put you on the list, Oof. man. I, I knew doing this pod was really going to pay off for me. This is this is very important. Thank you. I'm sure just what he wants to do on Friday. Uh, well, honestly, their show is going to be better than uh, the Rising Stars game, so maybe you do want to go to it. Certainly than the celebrity game. Yeah. Uh, so you want to tease? What, what are you doing at this live show? Is it same uh, now, boring basketball <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. I would think if you're already in Indianapolis for All-Star Weekend, mm-hmm. boring basketball talk is what you're after. That's really the, the sweet stuff of that experience. <laughs> it's, it so is, It's sad. Yeah, but that's that's 100% true. I When we used to do live shows at All-Star, in my head, I'd be like, because when you, when you listen to a live podcast, it's different. In the, it, it, you feel more pressure to be funny, is what I'm trying to say. Mm. You feel more pressure to get a laugh from the crowd, because if you're just reciting basketball reference stats then you hear a silence go over the crowd and you're wondering, is anyone being present? Is anyone hooking into this? Are people enjoying it? But when people are laughing, you know, hey, that's a real emotion that I just forced out of these uh, basketball weirdos. So, <laughs> are, you know, do, you, do you have to talk and be like, hey guys, like, we going to work on some bits for the show or what? There are some bits for the show. I, I okay, think there's an God. understanding that you got to do some bits. You got to do some, some stuff that's a, a little beyond the pale of what might appear on a podcast. You mm-hmm. want you want the uh, the true live show experience, meaning if you weren't there, you're going to hear some shred of something you missed out on and you will never hear the original audio of it. You'll just know that this thing happened and you missed it. So that way, th- you know, we, we got to lay the breadcrumbs for the next live show. So we're already thinking about selling tickets for whatever the next thing is. Yeah. <laughs> whatever the next temple is. So you won't be releasing this this audio in your feed. If we do, it you know, all the juicy stuff's gonna have to be cut out. All the real okay, yes, good, all good, the good, real good. dirt on the industry, all of us shitting on all the other <laughs> NBA writers and, and podcasters out there. You're not gonna get the good stuff. So you, you have to come to the live show for that, but unfortunately it's sold out. I hope hope the resale market can accommodate whoever it is that, that still wants to come. Okay. Go to their live show where they'll really go after Nate Duncan. Okay. That won't make that won't be making the recorded version. All right, some quick housekeeping. If you'd like to support the show, go to Patreon. Patreon.com slash is this good. You'll get ad-free episodes, access to our thriving community on Discord, 
and you'll get an exclusive episode every month and more. Rob, this is one thing you don't know about. You work for a company, so you don't have to pitch to things in your show. Uh, but when you're an independent podcaster such as ourselves, you know, you got to do this. So thank you for uh, playing along here. Are, are you uh, just high-roading me because I work for a company? <laughs> <laughs> hey, JD, look at this guy we have on, working for a company. Big time Rob here, oh, working at a big company. Getting I mean, direct deposits, <laughs> bi-monthly or weekly, whichever one it is, I always forget. <laughs> I mean, we're Swedish, doesn't that mean anything? Like, Don't we have some kind of moral ground to stand on? I gotta find a, sh- a shred of something here, a, a bit of dignity in this. I'm sure they have wonderful paternity leave. <laughs> Genuinely do. Okay, yeah. <laughs> great, great, great. And everyone everyone always talks about going to Sweden once, and I don't know what they do there. I don't know what kind of sick rituals they put you through in a sauna. Uh, wait, did you go to Sweden? I did, I did, for exactly this thing. And let me tell you, there were some sick rituals in a sauna. <laughs> I just picture it as, I don't know if Midsommar was in Sweden, but I just picture it as that. You're in a bear costume, uh, flames approaching... <laughs> Why do I have to be the bad guy in the bear costume? The greatest villain in modern movie history, that guy. Horrible. Okay, fine, fine. I fine, was just fine. picturing Rob with flowers in his hair. That's it. See? That's, That's all I'm it. asking for. Yeah. Okay, Justin Varrier's in the bear costume. Is that <laughs> no doubt? Better Without a doubt. <laughs> you feel better about that? Yes. Uh, all right. Please set topics for future shows to isthisgoodpod at gmail.com. Subscribe on YouTube. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. All right, Rob, this is where the show actually starts. None of that was recorded. Um, the premise is very simple. I'm going to give you a topic. You tell me if it's good. All right, here we go. Daniel asks, telling someone to go to bed Is this good? So this sounds like a weird question, but I'm going to read you this uh, email that he wrote to me. Hey, Matt, I've got a weird question about a situation that comes up a bunch with my wife. We're chilling on the couch watching an episode of our favorite series when at some point someone's eyes get heavier and heavier and eventually she or I falls asleep. A minute later, one of us usually says, hey, why don't you go to bed? I've done this a few times and the more I think about it, I'm wondering if it's good. Sometimes I just want to fall asleep on the couch because it's comfortable and I had a long day and I'm not ready to go to bed yet, but a small doze off on the couch is fine, isn't it? So telling your significant other to go to bed or being told to go to bed, is this good? Keep up the amazing work. Greetings from Hamburg, Germany, from Daniel. You probably don't get any emails from Hamburg, Germany on your show, do you? (laughs) Not a single one. And this guy works at a company and he's not getting a single email from Europe, the very place where his company's head office is located. I think this is crazy. Just another call to support independent podcasts. <laughs> That's right. Support your independent podcast. Pod local, as we say. You're the Barnes and Noble of podcasting. Okay. Ouch. And I'm Ouch. I'm the what's I'm the City Lights bookstore. Is that a, a bookstore in the Bay Area? That is. Did I just get to do a good reference? I think it was a good one. Okay, shout out to Lawrence Ferlinghetti. Um, <laughs> all right, so we've all been in this situation. Rob, you said you were married. That's one of the three facts that now people know about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, has this situation happened to you, and, and how do you feel about it? So is it good for your health? Yes. <laughs> okay. Getting good okay. sleep, sure. Good. Sure. Uh, unquestionably. Sci- nine out of ten scientists agree. Spotify requires everyone that works there to get at least eight <laughs> hours of sleep. You got to log in. Uh, <laughs> is it good interpersonally? No. Mm-hmm. I'm, I am in the camp where I want more than just wanting to fall asleep on a couch. I want to exist in that in-between space of kind of being asleep, kind of watching a show. I want that time basically every day. 
So if you're trying to interrupt that time and tell me what to do on top of it, I have a very strong kind of visceral rejection of that idea. Okay, so Rob wants a sort of liminal space between awake and slumber. Yes. But do you do you get upset then if someone doesn't tell you to go to bed, you fall asleep, then you wake up five hours later, you're on the couch, your wife is gone, and then the next day you're like, hey, why didn't you wake me up? The answer is also yes. Yeah, you see? This is the, this is the controversial part. <laughs> I, I think a lot of it depends on couch quality. Is like, is your back going to hurt? Is your neck going to hurt? Are you not going to get good sleep at all? Really, you just got to invest in the best quality couch you can get. You know, people say don't don't spare on the mattress. Don't spare on the couch. That sleep is even more important than your mattress sleep. No one wants to tell you this, but it's true. Wow. I, I mean, I do agree with you. Like, I have this argument with my girlfriend all the time. Sorry, Rob, not yet married. Uh, <laughs> once we start a company, though, she said she will marry me. Um <laughs> You know, she's like, I'm like, why, why didn't you wake me up last night? She's like, I did. And you said that you would be there in a second. And then you never did. And I figured you just want to sleep on the couch. And I'm like, you <laughs> believed me? I'll say anything <laughs> just to get you to walk away so I can close my goddamn eyes again. <laughs> why would you believe me? Why do our brains work that way? Where, where we I literally you would say anything. You would yada yada anything. You'll acknowledge any comment. I will have zero memory that that conversation ever happened. And literally all I want to do is go back to sleep. I, I don't know why we're wired to do that. It seems so like anti-evolutionary, right? Like you would think if someone's trying to jar, like jar you awake and give you some vital piece of information, that's when you need to be at your most, like absorb it the most, not yeah. just like wave it away and try to go back to sleep. It's true. It's like, it's like the mo if you're not a drug addict, that's the most you'll ever feel like a drug addict where you're just willing to lie and say anything to get what you want in that moment. You know, like you're like, oh, uh, I got to go uh, pick up milk for the baby. And, and then she's like, oh, is it to buy more heroin? And you're like, no, <laughs> no, it's not. I see these situations as completely uh, analogous. Uh, JD, what do you do in these situations and, and how do you do it? Because um, Rachel, who is also on the show... Sometimes I know she she passes out quite quickly. So what do yes. you do when you're watching a show? Like, do you have to restart it? Yep, I do. Oh, if, if it's a show that we're watching together, like right now we're watching The Gold. Um, I started it. I got a, an episode and a half into it. Great show. You recommended it, Matt. And Rachel caught, saw, sort of saw it and was like, oh, I, I, this looks good. I'm like, all right, well, I'll restart it. She falls asleep every 10 minutes on this show. Now I'm watching The Gold in 10-minute increments, and I sort of have to keep a half an eye on her because mm -hmm. as soon as she f passes out, like that's where we have to pick it up from. <laughs> you got to we'll notate scrub. that. Yeah, you know, well, 11, <laughs> 11 minutes, 34 seconds. Yeah, literally. Like I have to get it as close as possible. Otherwise, we're scrubbing through the whole show. It's like, do you remember this? Do you remember this? Do you remember this? <laughs> classic moment. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so sometimes we don't even bother with starting. So now I watch so much crap now, like just like shit I don't care about because she just might fall asleep. You know what mm. I mean? Like, all right, I guess I'm watching Seinfeld again. <laughs> Yeah, just, I'm I'm literally in that cycle right now of just like I'm just going through Seinfeld reruns because I don't want to deal with the narrative continuity of literally anything else. Right, yeah. Uh, what about the opposite problem, Rob? Do you ever have this where it's like your wife wants to go to bed and then you don't, but you're not. It's not because you're sleeping on the couch. It's because you're like I I don't know, I'm not tired, want to stay up, and you know technically that's legal. But I find... Depends on what state you're in, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It depends on what state you're in. We're in the great state of California. Um, 
I find it like it gets a bad reaction. It gets a oh, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you fe- if it's the same thing in your house. Well, you can't make someone go to sleep if they're not tired. Through guilt, much as possible. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> I-, I have a chronic problem with this, and maybe this is purely working around the NBA for so long, where my instinct is I just want to stay up. Like I want to cruise past like 1.30 to 2 a.m. before I go to bed. That's just, maybe it's just like covering games and afterwards you have like too much energy you need to come down or even just watching games on TV all night and afterwards I want some time for myself. I want to be able to do Mm. something that I want to do in addition to, I mean, look, it's a fun job, but it is a job. Mm -hmm. And so I I find myself clawing for that time in a way where, yeah, I I don't want to be ushered somewhere I don't want to be when I'm I'm trying to scrounge up some semblance of myself (laughs) in these wee night hours this this is where the real rob is made between the hours of midnight and 2 a.m and no one can take that from me okay see this is what people want on your instagram they want the real rob they want 1 a.m rob no they don't no they do not they want dipping one snack into another weird dip Mm. you know they want uh underwear on the couch rob they want maybe what video games you're playing rob Mm. i don't know whatever other things you're doing but uh jd are you allowed to are you allowed to stay up late <laughs> i allowed to stay up late <laughs> does your wife not say hey you can get into bed and read but lights out at 10 it has never happened it's ne- i've i've never outlasted her and or she's never la- outlasted me in in terms of like staying up so you're hungry like, and she'll she'll just uh, she'll sleep on the couch until i tell her hey we're going upstairs yeah uh-huh well, plus you have the cheat code, it sounds like, which is put on an episode of The Gold, and then you got all the time <laughs> you could ever yep. want. <laughs> I got a whole other family down the street. I just put on The Gold, and I go home to them every night. <laughs> Falls asleep to a variety of British accents. Okay, there's not just once. There's high class, low class. That's the beauty of the show. Uh, what about a bedtime routine, Rob? Something to, to get you in the mood to go to sleep. Are you doing anything? Meditation? Do you leave your phone in a different room? Anything like that? See, you're asking the person with maybe the worst sleep hygiene on the planet. I, I <laughs> oh, wish really? I had these things. Like, I, I really am a chronic, uh, I, I need background noise and white noise doesn't cut it. So for me, it has to be a TV show or a movie running in the background where wow. I'm falling asleep on the couch. I'll throw on a podcast, you know, maybe something soothing. But honestly, it doesn't even have to be. I, I'm at the point where I just need the noise and I need the distraction to get out of my own head. Uh, but I, I've entered a weird space in my life where when I try to go to bed, I have a very hard time falling asleep. So I don't know what I've done throughout my life to lead me to this point, but it's not great, whatever it mm. is. Uh, hold on a second, though. Before the, we started recording, unfortunately, yeah. you did admit, and I don't know why I'm using the word admit, that you've listened <laughs> to this show before. As if it's it was really a confession. Up. <laughs> okay, but you just said you listen, you use podcasts to fall asleep, so now I'm worried that you're using this podcast <laughs> to catch some Zs. I have done it before. I'm not going to okay. lie to you. <laughs> okay, hey. I have fine. done it before, but tr- true to the gold, I'm just going to run it back. If I don't remember right. the bit, if I don't remember what was talked about, I'm running it back in the morning. I'm going to catch up over coffee or in the car or something. So there are, there are podcasts that are a little more disposable in the sense that I don't need to rewind them. I would never mm-hmm. say that of this quality program. This is not yeah. that kind of show. I thank you very much. I, I will say that the higher quality uh, program, Rachel, is more likely to fall asleep. She would never fall asleep during 90 Day Fiance. Never. We could watch wow. 10 episodes of that. But, you know, 
like you say, British accents, uh, prestige style TV. She's out like a light. So you're trapped in an existence where you're not watching those prestige shows and you're going to the trash on your own time because she's going to fall asleep. But also right. you're watching more of the trash because that's the only way she'll stay awake. Exactly. A, this is a vicious cycle. It really is. Um, okay. Well, just listeners, promise me you're not falling asleep to this show. Okay? That's, that's what the Ezra Klein podcast is for. All right. Uh, all right, Rob. As you know, we poll people. I didn't want to poll people and say, um, is it, you know, is it good to tell someone to go to bed? Because I thought people would be confused by that without context. So the question was, falling asleep on the couch before bed, is it good? And 52% of people said, yes, falling asleep on the couch before bed is good. So you are in the clear. Nice. Thank Rob. goodness. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. All right, next one. Big A asks, faking your birthday at a restaurant to get free dessert. Is this good? So Big A uh, also sent in an email. In my teenage years, my friends and I would often go to Applebee's. One of my favorite things to do was tell the server that it was one of my buddy's birthdays while they were in the bathroom. So we'd enjoy our fantastic two-course meal, secretly counting down the minutes until the true celebration began. I recently went back to Applebee's with a friend and pondered doing this all-time prank. He went to the bathroom and everything was lining up perfectly. But when the server came over, I froze. I sat there for the rest of our meal wondering if I'd made a mistake, missing out on another all-time gag, but also felt the potential guilt that would come with lying to a lovely server and potentially making a fool of a fine establishment by not only pranking my good pal, but getting free ice cream out of it as well. So I ask you, is lying about your birthday to get a free dessert good? Uh, maybe just start by telling us, um, what's your relationship with Applebee's? <laughs> Bad? Okay. Non-existent, uh, but- to be fair. As an American teen, is this something you would do? Like, was this a third place for you, going to the diner, the Applebee's, the uh, the TGI Fridays to hang out? Oh, sure. A- any kind of fast casual, especially re- you know, especially when you're younger, it's not necessarily a waiter type of experience so much as just you're loitering in a Chipotle or something like that. <laughs> uh, so there was a lot of that happening for sure. I-, I can't say I've been to Applebee's specifically more than maybe two or three times in my life. And it's my memory of going to Applebee's is something specific like, I was trying to watch an NFL game that was on a channel I literally did not have, and this was the place I could get in to see it. That kind of thing. Right. Okay, perfect. So then I have to ask, do you have the nerve to pull off this prank? (laughs) Absolutely not. Okay. (laughs) I don't. I don't think this is good, but I would would zoom out even further. I would say all restaurant-sponsored birthday celebrations are bad. Yes. Anything that's involving waitstaff bringing out... Something like a, a, a dessert that's made in house, 
with some candles in it where they all have to sing and perform for you. All of that is bad. I'm, I'm open to permutations where people bring in their own cake and, it, and it's sliced in the back and brought out. I, I'm okay with that. I just don't like the performative aspect. And some of this is on me in the sense that I'm not a birthday person. I'm not a my birthday person. I'm happy to celebrate anyone else. I don't want anyone singing to me. I don't want anyone drawing all... I don't want that spotlight moment <laughs> where I have a like mediocre piece of fudgy chocolate cake in front of me and I have to pretend to be so excited as eight waiters I don't know sing happy birthday to me. But that's why this prank would be so good. If we ever went out to dinner, I would do it because... It's the funniest when the person you're doing it to hates attention being called to themselves. But I can't support you doing that. I can't support my own <laughs> haranguing. No, of, of, of course not. I, know, I don't know. Like, we're not even talking about the person that lies about their own birthday to get a free dessert. Oh, that's... I mean, that's that person. Uh, that's psychotic behavior. That's yes. plain and simple. Yeah, Garbage human. Uh, but... As much as fun as much fun as I would have doing this to you, Rob, I have to agree. I don't think this is good. I'm not I'm not a prank guy, even though this is pretty harmless as far as pranks go. I mean yeah. at, at Applebee's, is it a victimless crime though? Because you are forcing people to sing to you. Yes. And I, I J- think the corporation element makes you think it's a victimless crime. But if <laughs> Applebee's isn't mis- missing the one scoop of ice cream they're going to give to this person. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're you're taking time out of those people's already stressful workday to do what? To sing on someone's birthday that is not even happening. I, I, I can't support it. <laughs> um, JD, I think we've, we've talked about on the show before how you did yeah. work at an Eastside Mario's. Uh, Rob, mm-hmm. don't worry. You don't know what that is. It's Canadian. I do show. know what oh, that is. Oh, you do? Is. Why do you know what that is? There was one in my hometown in Texas yeah, for some they, reason. They, it must have gone international. They're international. Fuck South, Southside Mar- <laughs> Mario's? <laughs> we called it Mario's, but you called it Eastside Mar- deep Mario's. South, <laughs> deep South Mario's is what we called it. <laughs> <laughs> you should have called it Wario's down there, oh. you know? <laughs> Yeah. Damn, I'm always uh, the evil one. And, and all these constructions we have, whatever I'm doing is not good. Okay, so, what, so was that a popular spot in America? It closed down pretty quickly, if I'm okay, being honest. So like, it didn't click. They don't like our stuff, JD. <laughs> in the meantime, we have a Canadian chain called Boston Pizza. So, you know, figure that out. I don't, I don't know. But you worked at this place, JD, and so yeah. you would have to sing. But I, we, I don't think we ever talked about how would you feel if you had to go through this whole rigmarole and then see them snickering and know these teens just pranked me. Oh, definitely happened um, a lot. And I didn't care. Absolutely oh, really? didn't care. Okay. It was, it, you know, you're, what you're doing is you're adding stress to the person's life, right? Because the most stressful thing is to go around and get your coworkers, hey, I got a birthday at table 25. Let's go. And everybody sort of has to drop what they're doing and saying happy birthday. So it's it's annoying in and of itself. So if it's fake or real, it doesn't matter. As soon as they say, hey, it's my brother's birthday or whatever, and you're like, fuck, all right, fine. <laughs> Wait, but then wouldn't it matter? Because you're saying you hated doing it. So if people weren't lying, you would have had to do it less. I know, but it's just like, at least, it, at least you had the rigmarole, like, you could get people to do it and and whatever. The worst thing that happened, I think I've talked about this on the show before, is somebody said, probably from Sweden, no offense, Rob. Wow. <laughs> Just shots on shots on shots today. They're like, uh, well, it was a Canadian guy with uh, with a Swedish person who was like, hey, this, this person is, this, this is our first time in Canada. You got a song for that? 
because I had just done a birthday at another table. It's like, no, I don't have a fucking song that like a welcome to Canada song. Like, I, that's not a thing. But we still did it anyways, because it was like, all right, well, he wants something. But that was stressful. <laughs> and I'm sure it was reflected in the tip. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Big time. What I'm learning is if you are working in the service industry, you want to find that sweet spot of somewhere that's not so nice. People are coming for birthdays all the time earnestly Mm -hmm. and not in the range of Applebee's where people are coming for bit birthdays on top of regular birthdays. Like, I don't know what what the middle ground is there, but you got to find it. Yeah, exactly. Well, JD, what what about saying like I say to you, we don't know each other. We're doing a role play uh, and I'm meeting with my friend Rob. He goes to the bathroom and I say, it's my buddy's birthday. Could you bring him uh, some cake? And then you say, sure. I need to see his ID. Oh, interesting. Because like, you know, Starbucks gives you a free coffee on your birthday. They're, they're not just trusting you. So other yeah. corporations are doing it. Why can't Applebee's or Eastside Wario's also just ask for ID? Well, I mean, try it. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's not going to go over well. <laughs> and Believe then you look me. at it and you're like, huh. Older than I thought, ma'am. But yeah, no. Okay, so am I clear, Rob, on this that in general, not a prank guy? Not a prank guy. I'm I'm no George Clooney. You know, it's just not something I'm into. Oh, boy, did we have fun on set, though. Boy, did we have fun. I am also not a prank guy. I, I was reminded when I was thinking about this of a the one time I was involved in a prank Okay, let me just preface by saying this is also the reason I've never been in a fight. I mean, there's many reasons, but one reason is I am convinced that the one time I get into a fight, I'm going to push someone who is somehow smaller than me. They're going to move backwards, trip on a carpet, fall backwards, crack their head, bleed out, and I'm doing time upstate. I, I know it. The first time I push someone, that's what's going to happen. I'm very gonna... eager to hear how this relates to like a birthday prank. I, I, I want to see you walk this through. I'm saying people that ask for free desserts, it should be criminal. No. um, So summer camp, um, this guy in our bunk was out canoeing and we were all in the bunk and someone said, hey, wouldn't it be funny if we took all of Dave's stuff and put it in the field, but like not just threw it out there, like set up his entire bunk situation, the bed, Mm, the the dresser drawer, the trunk, but just set it up in the field outside the bunk. And we were all like, I mean, we obviously had nothing else to do. So we were like, what a genius idea. Mm. <laughs> so we all like lug this shit outside and we're standing there waiting like behind each other. Like, oh my God, this is going to be so good. He comes back. He like sort of, you know, cocks his head. As he gets closer, he realizes, hey, that's all my stuff out there. Then we pop out. We start dying laughing. He starts crying. Okay. <laughs> then he looks right at me, me. There's like 10 other people there and goes, I thought you were my friend. And I was like, we all did it. Why? And he goes, but you know better, man. Oh. And then I was like, is this a prank on me now? Where they like convinced me to put all the shit outside so that I would feel like shit? Anyways, he ran off. I had to run after him being like, I'm so sorry. It wasn't, it was just an idea. It was just an idea. Well, now we're getting upset about ideas. Anyways, that's why I don't like pranks. And that's also why I don't fight anyone. <laughs> you got to know who you're pranking. You got to know that they know. can take yeah. it in the spirit it's intended. That's for sure. That is Great that is for sure. So, Rob, 53% of people said faking your birthday to get a free dessert is not good. Um, it's good that 50, the majority of people said that, but 53% That's is too low. Too low. No. Too low. Wow. Just, a, just an indictment of us as a, <laughs> a, as a world, as a country, as a people. Like, we're better than that. 
Yeah, but let's be honest. Your group chat audience would have probably said like 80%. You know? okay. <laughs> Some real sickos over there. Some real crazy people that love basketball. All right, Rob, when people need help navigating life's biggest decisions, they seek our wise counsel and we deliver an airtight verdict. It's time to settle this. All right, let me read you this email, Rob, so we can help this person out. Hello! I've been at my company for a couple years. It's pretty friendly and casual office environment. Over time, a colleague of mine, someone roughly my age and seniority level, who I get beers with after work occasionally, started calling me Dan the Man or Dano. I really didn't mind and actually kind of appreciated it. Eventually, though, he only ever called me Dan the Man and did so in serious meetings with more senior people at the company. Eventually, one of the executives pulled me aside after a meeting and asked if I was okay with it. I took that as a sign and asked my colleague to please cool it with the nicknames, which ended up being very awkward. So please settle this. Did I do the right thing? Should I have lived with the nickname or did it need to go? Love the show, Dave. You didn't mishear me. Love the show, Dave. He wrote Dave. I wrote him back. I said, I don't understand. Is your name Dave or Dan? He said, oh, yeah, that's weird. My name is Dan. Okay, Dave, get it together. Anyway. Um, I don't want to distract you, but it's true. It, it confused me. So wait, what uh, is his name? Dan his name is Dan. Dan. I don't know why he said love the show, <laughs> Dave. Is it is it autocorrect Dan to Dave? I don't know. I think it's very important when you're emailing someone to get names right. I just never thought I would have to tell someone to get their own name right. <laughs> yeah. Now, now if he'd said love the show, Stan, because Stan's also the man, so I would understand that. Right, but yeah, Dave yeah. is not the man. <laughs> Dave, Dave could be Dave O. I'll say. Mm-hmm. Who do you, let me ask you an important question, Rob? Yeah. That comes to mind. Who do you think is more the man? Dan's or Stan's? Stan's. Stan's are more the man. Big Stan energy. Like, there's just a different dynamic with a Stan. A Dan, anyone who could be a Daniel, are they really the man? Well, great point. Great point. Because if you say Daniel the manual versus Stanley the manly, this is what I'm saying. Manly is a word. (laughs) That's the correct answer, Rob. That's a check mark. Check mark, check mark, check mark. Okay. Uh, don't worry, we have some more quizzes coming for you later. So you're, okay. you're one for one. You're one for one. Uh, okay, so what has, I'm sure like at, at the, well, you're not at the Spotify offices, but you're in like Dave or Dan, uh, a pretty friendly and casual office environment, I would say. Sure. Uh, so I assume people are using nicknames, but have you been in a situation where someone's using your nickname at an inappropriate time? And if I- so, what would you do about it? Yeah, I've never been in this situation. I am also pretty deeply non-confrontational. So I mm-hmm. think I would not talk to the person. I would just absorb it and just be Dan the man for the foreseeable future. But because Dan slash Dave said it was, it sounded like it was kind of making him com- uncomfortable in these meetings with at least some superiors, with, with some, high- some work people he doesn't know as well. Do you? I think at that point you might have to say something. Well, yeah. I mean, if, if the guy's like, uh, uh, all right, uh, we go to Dan the man now for his report and uh, Dan's like yeah we gotta lay off 12% of the company <laughs> cause I'm the man uh, yeah I mean that that certainly would be awkward do you have a nickname Rob? that this could be the fourth fact sadly no you know you get a lot of like you get a lot of last name just being called Mahoney but that's not a nickname that's you know mm. Mm. Mahomes I, maybe? A little Mahones, a little of that, you know, especially like growing up playing sports, you'll get some of that kind of thing. But I've never had one that really stuck. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, JD. So Rob's saying he's non-confrontational. He doesn't want to tell the guy to stop using his nickname because that guy's going to be taken aback. He's going to trip on something. He's going to fall over. He's going to crack his head. He's going to bleed out. Exactly. Then you're doing time upstate. <laughs> um, but what about you, JD? Have you ever been offended uh, at someone calling you a nickname? No, never, never. Yeah. But I've but, never had a cutesy name like like. Jason JD. the Mason or the, well JD is my that's, that's mm-hmm. technically my initial so that works. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, I haven't. Oh, I've guessed people have called me Doily in the past, hmm. which mm, I, I don't love. Of a vein in a vein of Dano, certainly. Yeah, yeah. I do, I think you got to have some discretion here. You can't be using it carte blanche in every situation. Oh no, yeah. you can't be that guy. The whoever no. who is calling Dan Dan the man all the time. You certainly can't be them. <laughs> And they yeah. do need a talking to. The question is, am I going to be the one to give them the talking to? And my history as a human being says probably not. Oh, interesting. So in this situation, he said one of the executives pulled him aside and asked him like if he was okay with it. Because obviously the executive's going like, Gee, why is this guy being called Dan the Man in, in, a, in a serious meeting? So you, instead of then taking that as a sign and talking to the guy and saying, hey, cut it on the Dan the Man, you would then say to the executive... Yeah, I actually don't love it. Could you talk to him about it? And he'd say, he'd say, you have no backbone, sir. Now you're fired. See, I'm not doing that either. We're getting into my neuroses bumping up against each other. Where I, right. I don't want to lump blame on this guy. And I also don't want to be the one to confront him. So I'm just going to stew with it for the rest of my life and regret not having that conversation. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, but in general, everyone knows the weird guy in this situation is the guy calling you Dan the Man, not you being Dan the Man. Yes. And I'm concerned that Dan the Man, or Dave, uh, says he's going out for beers with this psychotic person. Right. He also did say, Dave said that he enjoyed being called Dan the Man. Like, he did enjoy it. So it's, you're saying it's his fault? Well, I'm just saying... He should have nipped it in the bud. He should have nipped it in the bud, and then, you know, I mean... But if someone I, calls you Dan the Man over beers, I wouldn't necessarily assume they're going to call me that in the middle of a meeting as I'm presenting how many people we need to lay off, right? Like, yeah, I, that's fair. That's fair. But can we also admit that when you meet someone named Stan, it's hard not to say Stan the Man. It's true. I haven't read any of the, of the scientific literature, but I do believe there's part of our brain that makes us say that. I don't, well, don't have any and it makes you, as a Stan, the man. Like That's nominative determinism right there. You become the man if your name's Stan. And you know what? Big, big come up for the name Stanley, Stan, because now we're standing things. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So we could stand, Stan, Stan the man. <laughs> I thought I thought you were going with the Stanley Cup situation. Uh, oh, which, that thing. Oh, yeah. I, I I don't even know how to how to wrap my arms around that. Speaking <laughs> speaking of like internet fires that you walk into and you're like, I don't understand any of this backstory <laughs> or lore, but there's something going on here that is so far beyond me. Whatever's happening with the Stanley Cup is that for me. Uh, yeah, if if you don't like this episode, you think it's a little incoherent. It's because I do have lead poisoning from my Stanley Cup. <laughs> uh, Rob can't say that due to uh, libel defamation rules. That no, if I has, but no. I will say, I will s- be brave enough to say that Stanley Cups cause cancer. I'll say that here. I'll say it now. So it's the power of an away. independent press. Uh, no, just kidding. That's a joke. Uh, all right, Rob, not everyone is going to agree with everything you say, but sometimes you have to stand alone on the edge of popular consensus. It's time for Unpopular Opinions. This unpopular opinion comes from uh, my good friend, Jessica Alba. So uh, the unpopular opinion is, 
eating in the shower is a great thing that everyone should do. So, so here's how I understand the story as best I can piece it together. On December 27th, Jessica Alba, the famous Jessica Alba, to be clear, uh, said in a... <laughs> Glad TikTok, you clarified. Yeah, just... <laughs> Jess A. writes in to say... Um, in this TikTok, she's fully clothed, by the way, in this TikTok. She says, I love to eat and drink in the shower. Shower appropriate items like cereal or yogurt, coffee, tea, popsicles. I know, melt factor, but safe. It's down the drain if anything drops, so you're good. I like to take a bite or a sip and put it on the ledge. First of all, she's bragging that she has a ledge in her shower, but that's another story. Uh, and then you do your thing. You wash your hair, keep the soap out. That's a big deal. The only tricky thing is when you're chewing, you got to keep your mouth closed because I still like to get under the water while I'm chewing. And for whatever reason, I want to open my mouth at the same time and spit water. I said I was going to try to explain this. I'm even more confused. But anyways, last week she posted a video of herself actually in the shower. Now, she is toweled. Uh, but the water's running. You can hear the water running in the background. And it is a shower. And she's eating a blood orange in the shower. In my opinion, another brag that she can afford blood orange. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I find this to be very weird, a thing I've never heard of. Now, I've heard of a shower beer, but I've never heard of anyone eating in the shower. And she's talking about it like it's the most normal thing in the world. Uh, Rob, what do you think about this unpopular opinion? Should everyone be eating in the shower? Well, let's unwind this for a second, because I think if you had said eating in the bath... I can't say that's something I've done, but I've certainly seen it, you know, in, in a movie, in a commercial. Someone's got the little tray table out. Mm -hmm. They've got maybe some fruit, maybe some snacks, maybe a glass of wine. Mm. That seems reasonable, but I think it's the idea of sitting in a tub as a leisure activity versus I'm in the shower for business. I'm in, I'm in there to get in and out. And most importantly, all of the foods she listed <laughs> are horrible shower foods. Why would you eat cereal in a shower? I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I can't. <laughs> I can't understand it. And you make a good point because you're, the bath is about leisure, like you said. And just like you'll see people reading in a bath. I mean, I think if Jessica Alba said, here's a great idea. You should read in the shower. Everyone would be like, where do you laminate your your books? <laughs> yeah. It, right? So something is very creepy. But now I think she's saying like, hey, let me level with you as a mom. I'm saying this, this is the I'm thing. Role, Who are we to judge her? Yeah. She's saying. You don't know what it's like, maybe, with uh, your two kids hanging off of you at all times. The shower is the one place I get any peace. So if I want to eat my cereal in the shower, <laughs> then I think it's it's my right to do. Um, but, J.D., I want to ask you about this because you hate idling in your car. Like, you think that's the worst. You drives you nuts when you see people idling. Is it this does. not idling but in water? Yeah, it is. So... This is a terrible. It's just the idea. facts of the case. This yep. is just the facts. Uh, what about a shower beer? Has uh, Rob? Have you ever participated in that trend? <laughs> that what's, TikTok trend? <laughs> yeah. What, what's the appeal of the shower beer? Like, what's the pitch for it? I think. Okay. Here's the pitch. You just got done doing your tough mutter, as you do. Fifth fact. Um, and <laughs> the 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 muscles are sore. You get in a hot shower. It's steaming up. You got mm -hmm. a cold beer, and uh, I don't know. It feels good. I feel like if I just did something like a Tough Mudder, I want to sit down as soon as possible. So I'm, yeah. again, I'm looking to get out of the shower or if I'm going to sit in a tub, that's fine and have a beer. I just don't want any scenario where shower water and or soap or shampoo is getting into my food or drink. <laughs> and I don't know how that's avoidable in this scenario. Yeah. The, now, the now one, anytime, oh, sorry, the one thing that made my ears perk up was the blood orange. Because that's at least something where there's a there's a juice element. There's maybe a messiness that would be nice to have in the shower. But yeah. with a beer, you're not running into that problem. 
Yeah. The stickiness you can get, yeah. you can alleviate the stickiness oh. immediately if you're in the shower. So That's if you were going to eat a giant wedge of watermelon where you would <laughs> maybe get it all over your shirt. Okay, I, yeah. Okay. And maybe from there, it, do we go to chicken wings? Do we go to ribs? Do we go to sure. the messiest like finger foods? Is that the time to be eating in the shower? But even then, I would think... Maybe you're standing in the shower eating it before the water comes on and not right. while the water is on. Right, right. Now that I can get it, I can get behind. A very messy meal, you stand in the shower with the water off and then immediately turn the water on. That right. You're not wasting water and you're just yes. being efficient with your time. Like if you want to take down an entire coconut cream pie. <laughs> As I do. With <laughs> stand by me style. <laughs> Then, yeah, you're in the shower and the mess goes on the bathtub or whatever, and then it gets washed away immediately. So I, yeah. that I can get behind, but, you know, I don't know. I have had a beer in a shower, though, which I did enjoy, mm-hmm. I must say. Like getting ready to go out and you have that sort of first beer of the night sort of thing in okay. the shower. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bit of an alcoholic. Can't wait till you're out of the shower, but that's, <laughs> that's not for me to say. Uh, but, yeah, look. You guys are bringing up great points. The next time that you, the listener, wants to eat a plate of St. Louis-style ribs, <laughs> get in the maybe, shower. Maybe some crab claws. You know, something, <laughs> oh, with a, something with a splash radius or things mm, flying all over yeah, the place. Mm, that's mm, the mm. that's the the time and place for it. This is huge in Maryland. They're just they're bringing those. You got to bring a plastic crab claw though, because I don't want the crab the crab cracker rusting. You know what mm. I'm saying? Oh in no no. Yeah, but though now next time someone tells me, oh, you know, I don't like cilantro; it tastes like soap. I'm gonna have to ask them, are you eating the al pastor in the shower? It has to be asked. You yeah, gotta now follow I up. Gotta, now I gotta know. Um, speaking of shower beers, I, I, I was reading an article because I wanted to. Robbie asked me, well, what's the appeal of it? So I was reading because I was reading a science, uh, thing that was um, amalgamating a bunch of scientific studies as to why a shower beer might be so pleasurable and then there was a line it's like it's so popular there's even online groups dedicated to shower beers and so i clicked on it thinking it was going to be like a forum of people being like this is the best beer to drink in the shower or this has a hint of honey and therefore blah 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 but um it was unfortunately just a reddit channel of um men holding cans of beers to their penis in the shower uh some of them some of them tall cans which impressive uh, but uh, that was just something unfortunate that happened to me. But I will send you. The, I will send you the link. It seems like maybe a misunderstanding it. of the intent on whoever linked that thing out. Yeah, uh, because I thought they're talking about scientific studies. I'm safe from pornography here. <laughs> but look, pornography is everywhere. The the right's right on that. Yep. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Now we come to the second quiz that I warned you about, Rob, mm. because we don't... Now, you've listened to the show. You know we normally yes. do a quiz at the very end of the show. Right. Subjective trivia. Subjective trivia, yes. But I couldn't resist because I happened to come across online. Family Feud with the great Steve Harvey did this on the show. Top six things people do in the shower besides washing. And oh. I, I cannot help but oh boy. ask you and JD to go at it and try to get the top six things. We, we polled 100 Americans. 
Name the top six, th- six things people do in the shower besides washing. And I'm going to give you one because it's a real technicality, uh, Mr. Harvey. Number three is wash your hair. That is literally washing. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I guess they said besides washing your body, but come on, a real technicality. So you only have to guess five things people do in the shower besides washing. Shout them this, out if you can think of one. This is Family Feud. This is was on the Family Feud. Yeah. Yes. When okay. I read you the answers, you will know, yes, this is Steve Harvey's Family Feud. How, okay, well, how washing adjacent can we be? Like, is shaving eligible? Yep. Number two. Oh, you got it. Shaving. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, sex slash. The Doyle, we go to the Doyle family. The Doyle family. You're gonna pass or play? <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna play, and we're gonna say sex slash masturbation. Okay. That's number five. The way they put it, sex slash tickle pickle. <laughs> Look. You got to really give it up for you the producers of Family Feud. Like, they yeah. know exactly what they're doing every time, and it's right in the strike zone. I really respect it. Um, okay, think of, think of another hygienic thing that sometimes people do in the shower. Like, normally done outside the shower, but some people will do it oh. inside the shower. Uh, urinate. Not what I was thinking. Not a hygienic thing, in my opinion. But, hey. yep, you just got number four, whiz yeah. slash dump. <laughs> Dump. Okay, what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Whiz slash dump. That's what it says. Wow. Also, if you're urinating and eating in the shower, we got problems. You got to pick one. <laughs> Jessica, you got to let us know. What else are you doing in the shower before we judge your habits? Uh, okay, so you're missing number one. It's it's the most common thing people talk about when they do it. Like, do you do X in the shower? It's got to be singing. Uh, Yes, Rob. Number one, singing. So you got number one, singing. You got number two, shaving. Uh, Number three, I gave you, wash hair. You got number four, wisdom. You got number five, sex slash tickle pickle. And number six, just to cap it off, this is the hygienic one I was talking about. Hmm. How do we miss? Brush your teeth? Yes. Ah, good one. If you guys were related, I would say go on Family Feud. (laughs) (laughs) Knocking it out. Uh, okay, but you're not related, just to be clear on that? Not that I know of, oh, but yeah. I, haven't, I haven't grown out the beard to JD's length. I, maybe mm. there's an uncanny resemblance I don't know about. Hell yeah. Uh, JD, now there's one more thing they didn't mention, which is laundry. And correct me if I'm wrong, did you not tell me that you used to shower in your work uniform? Yes, when I worked at Eastside Mario's, I would. Oh, if yeah. I was if I, at night, if I was out like drinking, we would just stay in our uniforms and then when we would have to work the next morning, and so we would just get home. I would shower in my uniform and then hang it up, and then it would be ready, and I would wear it to work the next day. Very efficient. Very efficient. That makes Interesting. sense. Uh, well, I have another unpopular opinion here, but we really just covered it now that I think about it. It was, we need to stop worrying about people doing weird or cringe things if they're not hurting anyone. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> well, we all know where we stand uh, on that. Hey, yeah, isn't that funny... literally the purview of this show? To worry about weird and cringe things <laughs> yeah, people are doing? Yeah, exactly. Well, the idea that, that like if something's not hurting someone that it's okay is really weird to me. That's like sort of like saying if something's not illegal, it's okay to do. Mm. You know? There's so a difference ye- between yelling at being, someone's not yeah. illegal, but like should you should you like yelling at the waiter is not illegal, but you should should you do it? No, you shouldn't do it. So if someone if someone at the gym is filming themselves and starts yelling at you because you walk through their frame when you're just trying to do those a fireman carry, uh, you know, like yeah, we should be annoyed at these people that are filming themselves everywhere. It's totally fine. Look, we Judge get it. Away. You work out. Yeah, you're citing specific routines now. I, I don't. I don't like the kind of privilege that you're flexing right now. <laughs> uh, well, you're telling me you don't work out. 
I'm, I'm not I'm not lifting weight. I'm not doing fireman carries. Okay, boy, you look like you work out. You got a very angular jaw for someone that doesn't wow. lift anything. I'll take that. Is that what the fireman carry does? It really works <laughs> I don't on the know. job? I've never, I've never, I was, truthfully, I was trying to come up with the name for, you know, when people do um, lunges, but instead of just standing in place, you lunge and then you lunge and then you lunge. So it's like you're walking forward. Isn't that yeah. just literally lunging? I think they're lunges. No, because to me, lun- walking lunges, a walking lunge. I mean, yeah. that's a good name for it. Well, sure. we're yeah. coming up with a lot of great stuff here. <laughs> uh, but Ron, There's only one thing left to do. And as you know, it's play subjective trivia. So subjective trivia, it's just like regular trivia, except only I know the answer. And Rob, you don't know this because you're not in Los Angeles, but it's raining here. It's raining quite hard. And I think we just got your rain, right? Wasn't it raining there? Oh, yeah. It's monsoon season up here. So we're, we're sharing in this experience together. <laughs> God. So beautiful how we come together. Um, my question today is, it's a weird one, but the rain got me thinking. What is the best rain-related idiom? Okay, so you have four choices. Taking a rain check. Rob, it looks like you're writing these down. Are you writing them down? I am writing them down. I want to I want to make this sure. This is our be- the best guess we've ever had on the show. I'm trying to do the work it's over It's not here. even close. People need to take this show more seriously. <laughs> yes, we're talking about people holding beer cans up to their dongs. Fine, but that doesn't mean it can't be serious. All right. Taking a rain check. Yep. When it rains, it pours. Save it for a rainy day. Or write as rain. So again, just to recap, even though I don't need to because you wrote them down, this is just for our lazy ass listeners. Taking a rain check, when it rains, it pours, save it for a rainy day, write as rain. Now, normally, sometimes with subjective trivia, I'm like, uh, I have to force myself to like pretend I feel strongly about an answer. Today, I feel very strongly about this answer. Of course, as always, my answer is written on this card. Mm. Uh, Rob, you know how it works. You can consult JD. Have at it. The question was, which is the best idiom? The best rain-related idiom. Okay. Or you could think of it as the one I would use more frequently, or you know, yeah. however you want to think about it. Matt, I see you as a, a bit of a literalist with this stuff. I feel like if the idiom doesn't make logical sense, you would be complaining about it for not making logical sense. So, like, right as rain, I'm ruling out right off the top. What does that even mean? What is being Great right question. as rain? What, what would it indicate? What is right about rain? I, I think that one is clearly, clearly out. Now, can, let me interrupt you. JD, this has always sounded like a British expression to me. So I'm going to you yeah. on this one. Ooh. What Do you know anything about it? Are you going to ask me what it means? <laughs> what does it know. mean to you? <laughs> uh, right as rain. Uh, as, as, it's as clear as <laughs> The first time I thought the, about it, actually. <laughs> it's as clear as the rain I'm hearing outside. this for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I am <laughs> Right as rain. I, I've, 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 I feel like I've used this expression in the past. Um yeah, I think it just means rain. Apparently. Like it's 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 tangible. It's ta- it's no, it's rain I don't out think there, so. So it's tangible. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Like right as rain. Like I feel like it's like I feel better now. I'm right as rain. Mm-hmm. Oh, Meaning right as rain. Rain falls straight down, which it doesn't. It doesn't fall and straight down. Rains. You're right. You're right. Come on, we know about wind. If it falls straight down, then how come it's always coming under my umbrella? Right. Yeah. <laughs> This okay. is like so, the- Rob, you you have definitely nailed it uh, here so far because <laughs> this is sense. definitely not it. It's yeah, not that's definitely right not it. And on the other end of the spectrum, I would say rain check is maybe not idiomatic enough. Mm. That's just a that's just a thing. 
That's just okay. a, a fact of life. It's a literal object that happens in the world and an event that happens in the world. I'm ruling out rain check. But we okay. use it for non-rain related things. Like if I yeah. say, if we're going out for dinner, again, to Applebee's, and then uh, my stomach starts hurting, I say, sorry, Rob, can't make it. Can I get a rain check? Now, it had nothing to do with rain. It's true. But we still say it. Mm. But I think the fact that it's grounded in a reality makes it less idiomatically interesting. At least would for you. I'm, I'm trying to put myself in your head, Matt, and I'm no, as you. Exactly what you no, should you're be doing. doing you're I'm doing ruling it out. Perfect. I know I'm interrupting you, so it makes it seem like you're not doing a good job. <laughs> no, no. But I this only is... interrupt when I get excited. This is the exercise. <laughs> okay. So I'm thinking when it rains, it pours on the one hand, a little overused, a little, okay. a little cute, but all idioms are kind of cute. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm concerned about sa- saving it for a rainy day because I could see you being philosophically opposed to the idea of saving something for a rainy day. That we're okay. trying to live every day as if it's our last. We're trying to take our lives to the fullest. Why would we be saving anything for a rainy day when we don't even know if the planet Earth is going to be livable tomorrow. So I think I'm going to rule that out, and I'm going to go with when it rains, it pours. Wow. JD, I mean, that, that's wow. the most thorough breakdown I've ever heard on the show. What do you think? Do you, I can't, you agree? I, I, I agree. I can't argue with any of those points. So, yes, save it for a rainy day. Well, you had it down to the right, too, and it was going oh. so well. And now it's going even better because you got it when it rains, it pours. Let's go. Man, yes. <laughs> they, and I was concerned because you know the song. They say it never rains in Southern California. Uh, I actually literally do not know. <laughs> oh, that you song. do not. Uh, well, no. it's by uh, Albert Hammond, who is uh, Albert Hammond Jr. from The Strokes' father. Oh, and uh, the chorus goes: They say it never rains in Southern California. I've often heard that kind of talk before. It never rains in California, but boy, don't they warn you! It pours, man, it pours. Why now we have some cultural that? homework. I, I, I got to walk know. away and listen to this song, too. Yeah, it's, it's not a bad, it's a good song, actually. But I say this, all, like, if someone's like, oh, yeah, it's crazy at the office, uh, the kids are sick and puking, my in-laws are coming in. <laughs> what better thing is there to say to that than, hey, when it rains, it pours. Yeah. It's, a, it's used for so many things, and I'm, I find myself saying it often. God, are we related? I was telling you like the point of this show as I understand it is to see into each other's souls and so I feel like we're doing that a little bit you know the Mm -hmm. we're we're lifting the veil that exists between us so whatever is happening we are getting closer okay so now that you've you've done this high level of podcasting um the highest level of podcasting I would say you can go back to to the group chat (laughs) you know we're not we're not dealing with matters of the heart like that we're not dealing with Mm -hmm. real life events I'm just like deciphering LeBron James emojis and calling it a job. (laughs) The dream. (laughs) You're living the dream, man. What more could Uh, we ask for? Speaking of that dream, where can people find you? Tell them all the places. The floor is yours. Go to theringer.com. Don't just read me. Read everything that we're publishing there. All all of my great colleagues are publishing there. You can find me Mm -hmm. on the Ringer NBA show twice a week. You can find Mm -hmm. me on the Prestige TV podcast talking right now about True Detective Night Country. Mm-hmm. among other things. But if mm-hmm. you watched Fargo, go back and listen to that. A number of other shows that we've covered there and that my colleagues are covering there. So a lot of, a lot of stuff happening, but I think the most important one, as you mentioned up top, is our live show in Indianapolis for NBA All-Star Weekend. Maybe you can't get a ticket, but come huddle outside <laughs> and make us look even more popular than we are. Stand in, stand in the parking lot and see if you can hear us talk about LeBron James's Camp emotions. out. You never know what could happen. <laughs> you never. Yeah, right? 
There's going to be bits, people. He already promised bits. <laughs> so many bits. Uh, that is exciting. Of course, what he didn't mention is his Instagram because it's private <laughs> and he doesn't yeah, want anyone go going there. <laughs> no. And then when when you do finally get let into the inner sanctum, uh, you know, it's like it's like an Indiana Jones when someone's already stolen the jewel off the thing. You know, he gets oh, yeah. in there and it's empty because believe me, there's nothing there except for his beautiful article artwork. <laughs> Um, all right. Support our show at patreon.com slash is this good. Support your independent podcasts, <laughs> but also support your giant conglomerate podcasts. We need them all. We need every podcast we can get. If you have topics, email us at is this good pod at gmail.com. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Rob so much for coming on and being not just a good sport when I told him that his life's work is boring, but taking this show as seriously as I always believe it should be. Thanks in advance for leaving a five-star review. For everyone, I'm Matt Austin, and this was good. See you next week. <laughs>